is the G1 29 tournament for 2019, and the Troopany Show is giving you full match coverage every show, every match, from the American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas, to Budokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan. G129, the best tournament in wrestling. It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. My name is Dave Trippi, this is my show, and we are back at the G1 Climax of Nights 3 and 4. Uh, we are talking to Ashley Rose Nova, the editor and publisher of Indie Empire Magazine. How are you, ma'am? I'm good, hello. Uh, we are going to be going through the group matches. We're recording this on a Thursday, between me going from one set of work to another. Um, recording at the office on my phone, which is unusual because normally I have the full rig at my office, but I just have not had time to set it up. I've had a busy day today. But we're going to go through the whole run, okay? So we're going to go through the whole run of all the the uh, uh, tournament matches in this particular tournament. What are you thinking of the G1 so far, Ash? Oh, G1's great. You know, like I said, you know, when the card was announced, I was actually pretty excited for both um, A block, B block. But, you know, I'm leaning ter- um, towards A block more because they seem like the more dominating card. Uh, there's only yeah. a couple people, you know, I think that could possibly win from B block, but you know, unfortunately, I, I might, I might have spoken too soon, <laughs> too soon on that, on that like selection for B block. So it's all good, but um, I'm pretty excited. You know, it's a good solid start this year. We had some uh, interesting things happen in the B block, but let's start with the A block, which we were in Ota Gymnasium in Tokyo, Japan. And it opened with Lance Archer versus Bad Luck Farley. There were some it, the tag matches, which will just tell you what happened. Hiroki Goto, Tamaki Honma, Yuyo Yoramura, and Juice Robinson defeated Jerus Robinson, Toa Henry, and Yoti Suji in 6 minutes 31 seconds. Uh, yeah. Jeff Cobb and Ren, Ren Rita defeated John Moxley and Shota Umino in 4 minutes 53 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chaos, Tomohiro Ishii, Toriyano, and Yoshihashi defeated Bullet Club, Chase Owens, Jay White, and Yujiro Takahashi in 9 minutes 23 seconds. Suzuki Gun, Munoro Suzuki, Taichi, Yoshinubi Kanamura also defeated LIJ, Bushi Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Nato in 8 minutes 33 seconds. So, interesting night with some big names lost in the tag matches. But let's just go on to the actual matches. Lance Archer opens his account up to four with a defeat over Bad Luck Farley in the Monsters match. 10 minutes and 12 seconds. Actually got ratings from Cage Match and from the Wrestling Observer newsletter of 3 and 5.71 respectively. So, a fair to middling match. These two don't get star ratings very often, and Lance Archer has been on fire in this tournament so far. His opener against Will Ospreay was outstanding. So what are your thoughts on this one? Because it kind of puts Archer in the, the driving seat as far as this block's concerned. And I know but nobody predicted that last week. So what are your thoughts, Ash? I was actually pretty surprised. You know, I've been surprised with the tournament, um, the way it has been going with Archer. Um, I'm actually surprised how many points he has now. Um, you know, well, of course, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, bad luck, folly. Uh, you know, at, uh, unfortunately for this day, particularly, you know, he already was at one loss, uh, you know, from this one and one win. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, Lance Archer's 
been actually really, really surprising me so far in this tournament. He's been outstanding, and he's like clearly taking the opportunity for a guy like Archer, who is somewhere around my age. <laughs> so, impressive. You know, yeah, 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 it's impressive. It's, you it's know. very impressive. Yeah, well, he, he admits to 38, I think, but he's probably slightly older than that. And he's done a cracking job. And Bad Luck Farley always brings the gas for the G1 Climax. That's an unfortunate phrase in wrestling. It always brings his best effort in the G1 Climax. So really impressed oh, with him as well. The old college effort. Yes, he does bring the college try. Though he, he went to college <laughs> is, in Tokyo. So. Is, that what y'all, is that y'all's terminology over there? No, the try kind of college the, the, the college try. We 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 kind of appropriate it because like really no one tried at my university. If you uh, turned up often enough, they'll give you a degree. So you know. I mean, I, I went to art <laughs> so who am I to judge? I went to the art institute, and look where I, I'm at now. Look at all the possibilities in the world. I went to Sheffield Hallam University, where I, I'm actually looking at my Sheffield Hallam University T-shirt because it's on the side. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, yeah, and never far away. Yeah, half the people listening to this are like, so how does that you know, qualify you for wrestling? It doesn't. Um, but <laughs> it, it doesn't. I have, I have a degree in education like everybody else in the British wrestling industry. Mm, except for like, me. Except for you. <laughs> well, you're not in the British wrestling industry, are you? You're in the American wrestling industry. Yeah, but I'm more known over there than I am here. That's the funny part. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, like Eddie Dennis, uh, former retired deputy primary school teacher, RJ Singh, commentator for Progress Wrestling, Ed, deputy headmaster of a primary school. Um, oh, what's his face? Oh, I can't remember. There's about five or six primary school teachers and TAs. Remember the Blossom Twins in Impact Wrestling? They were, they were primary TAs before they became wrestlers. Everybody works in primary education in wrestling, apparently. That's the way it is. Anywho... It's the arts. It, it's, it's, the arts. It, it's graphic design and video editing. Which is exactly what you need to be a professional wrestler in this day and age. There you hey, go. It worked for LP. Yeah, exactly. And for Colt Cabana. Yeah. Well, actually, no, he, did, he, he learned about that stuff after he left university, after he left college. But anywho, he did both because he's a smart, smart man. Anyway, let's yes. move on to match two. Let's move on to match two on block A night. Three. Uh, Will Ospreay defeats Snyder in a bit of a barnstormer. Mm. Two evenly matched athletic wrestlers doing athletic things athletically. This was well mm. put together piece of kit. I really enjoyed this. Um, Will Ospreay, two points. Snyder, two points. Kind of leaving the level pegging, but it was a classic matchup. Your thoughts, Mom? It's chaos, so I don't care. Chaos <laughs> and LIJ. Uh, Ospreay, yeah, I was assumed. I, I always assume he's going to pick up the win, so... Yeah, that didn't surprise me. <laughs> I, to be kinda, honest with you, it kind of did me. I thought Sonata would take that one, but because uh, they're still giving Osprey the like the the junior heavyweightness of it all. But we'll see. I mean, they haven't really kind of like smarted on him for just being a junior. I mean, when uh, Prince Devitt had this similar kind of run four or five years ago, he was kind of given a lot of pressure too. So we'll see what happens. But it's very rare that a new the IWGP junior heavyweight champion gets a shot in the G one. Only happened once before with Devitt, and that was kind of a sweetener to keep him so he didn't go to WWE, to be honest. <laughs> so um, he, he was going to go there, but we will pretend that he has been banned from New Japan for the sake of did. kayfabe. Yes, because he lost the loser leave town match to uh, Taguchi. That's yeah, the reason exactly. why. Exactly. So yeah. let's stay in kayfabe and say he, he was banned. We don't know what happened yeah. to him after that. No, that, that wrestler called Finn Balor is, is a completely different person. 
that I don't know who that man is. I mean, he yeah. looks like he looks like Prince David, but I don't I don't recognize him. Has so the same I, has the same bulletproof abs and um, sweet and, Irish smile. Yep, that's that's about it. Yes. I mean, other than that, I don't I don't see it. So we're gonna say for the sake of kayfabe, uh, he he was banned, and we don't know if he's ever coming back or what happened to him. No, no, I'm. The 1916 DTT, DDT is a blatant ripoff of the Bloody Sunday, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. it is. It is. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Kazuchika Okada defeats Zack Sabre Jr. in a really good wrestling match. It was only 12 minutes long, and I am kind of smiling because I wanted it to be about 25 minutes long. But obviously, they had a lot of stuff to fit in. <clears throat> yeah. This was, this wasn't, this left me wanting more. It was really, really good, but I felt unsatisfied from this excellent wrestling match which would make me out to be quite greedy for um yeah i want more of this more of zack saber jr and kazuchika Okada. copper box end of august for the iwgp heavyweight championship would be wonderful if you're listening new japan pro wrestling you want me to tweet them because i'll tweet them you, you tweet do them that. right now be my proxy i will i i ain't scared i ain't scared of those social media dweebs <laughs> so i'm afraid of them I'll oh, talk okay, to them. Then. All right. Um, uh, Akata, Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have honestly liked it to have been about maybe 10 minutes longer, you know, maybe 12 minutes yeah. longer. Maybe let's get to that 24 mark. But uh, Akata winning, yeah, that, that didn't surprise me. Um, I am surprised on how many losses uh, Zack Sabre Jr. does have right now. I expected him to be at least one and one during this particular day. But, you know, that's just me. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Akata's got a kind of a dominating run because he's the champion. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too early to tell. And Zach can afford to lose some, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but equally, I do don't particularly want to see Zach start falling that far behind. But somebody's got to lose in this uh, this particular uh, bracket, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, still an outstanding match, well worth watching. A brilliant clash of styles. These two are possibly the best two male wrestlers in the world right now, and they're showing it on a high, high level. Uh, but the trouble is, on these last six guys, these last six guys, you could equally say at least four of them are the four of the best wrestlers in the world. So we'll move on then to the next match, which was Evil, and he defeated Kotrabushi in a slobber knocker. Now you don't normally associate Kotrabushi with slobber knockers, but that's exactly what this was. They were knocking seven bells out of one another. Uh, Evil takes it with uh, everything is evil uh, and then takes two points because he'd already lost in the first round uh, to Bad Luck Farley. Coach Rabushi on zero as well as Zack Sabre Jr. That's an interesting shout because that means that when they face each other, it's going to be really, really important just as it was last year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, some people in this particular block not going off the way they should do. What are your thoughts on this, Ash? Coach um, and evil tearing the house down. Um... I would have preferred, you know, uh, Ibushi to actually win that one. That's my personal opinion. But it would make sense. It did make sense, you know, that Evil did win. Uh, as far as with the tournament, uh, I'll be honest with you. I've been, like, my predictions have been completely wrong so far. <laughs> for, for A block. It's the, the only thing that's really going right for me is so far as the ninth match that's coming up that we're going to talk about. But Yes. Yeah. Well, here you go. Now, this is the thing. This main event match, Kenta versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, is a dream 
dream match. And the fact that it kind of got given away in the G1 Climax tells you how hot and heavy New Japan is running at the moment. Mm-hmm. Hiroshi Tanahashi is the absolute signature wrestler of strong style. Okay, You could argue it's Shinsuke Nakamura, but he has not been loyal to the brand, whereas Hiroshi Tanahashi absolutely has. Apart from one championship carnival in all Japan when he was out of contract, he has stuck with New Japan Pro Wrestling for a very long time. He is the keeper of the flame. He is Antonio Inoki's legacy. He is strong style. And Kenta, Kenta is, more or less, the last bastion of King's Road. He is one of the great students of uh, Kenta Kibashi and of Misawa. He is of that lineage. He is a guy that essentially pushed pro wrestling Noah when no one else could in the mid-2000s and the mid-2010s. And he put together the entire revolution of Noah into a new company, really, before he left. And he is the epitome of the King's Road style. He is the epitome of a King's Road professional wrestler. He puts layered things together. He layers his moves together in that way. He is kind of like the essence of what Giant Baba sees in professional wrestling or saw in professional wrestling. So you have these two great figures of their particular art forms and their particular house styles. And that's a real different kind of lineage. And when they come together, that's really, really important. To see this match up, 18 minutes and 35 seconds, it was outstanding from both of them. But they did leave just enough on the table to want more. And that's the kind of thing I wanted from Zack Sabre Jr. and Carter, which we got. So this, was, this one was a bit more satisfying to me because I know there's more that can come. And that's what's amazing about this match. It was fantastic, but there'll be another chapter somewhere down the line. What were your thoughts on this? These two powerhouses of their specific styles meeting up. Well, you know, I was very excited that Kent came back. Um, as you know, I, I was one of the, the, like, maybe few people that was excited about it. And I, you know, I was actually really excited when the block was announced. Um, it did not surprise me that he actually won because that I actually predicted that he he could possibly win most of the points in a block this year that was my prediction uh you know Tanahashi he is the ace you know when I think New Japan I see his face hmm yes so, he still is in that position isn't he of the guy I mean a card is the guy up and down he's the ace of the company but you still see Tanahashi as the master of New Japan Pro Wrestling I had so many words, but it's just if I'm going to compare it to, you know, everyone that's been in New Japan, current, then, now, I still see, you know, I still see Tanahashi. I still, I still do. In my mind, um, I still see him as the New Japan Lion. Yeah. All right, then. We move on to night four. That was at, uh, where are we? Hokkaido in Prefectural Sports Center in Sapporo, Hokkaido, Japan. We're moving out of Tokyo now. As this G1 winds around all of these small, the smaller arenas, mind you, 5,000 people is not a small arena in this day and age. So, you know, they're doing pretty well with the business, as they usually do with the G1. In the tag matches, Jushin Thunder Liger, <laughs> Jushin Thunder Liger, not Liger, Liger, Liger. How dare you call that man a liar? <laughs> Fuji Yamada and Kota Ibushi <laughs> defeated Shota Umino and Yotosuji in 8 minutes, 19 seconds. Kota Ibushi, there was this guy called Tiger Mask W a few years ago. He was really good. And yeah, yeah he, he looked a bit like Kota Ibushi, you know, just a little bit. 
And it was funny because when Kota Ibushi set fire to himself for FWA in uh, Bethnal Green, Tiger Mask had these mass had these scars on his chest from where like like someone had set fire to them. I I do not believe that those were the I don't believe that was the same man. I think you you were misunderstood there. I, there's I don't no know. way there's no way those two could have been in the same place at the same time. Okay. Uh, well, Emily Reed, who was the promoter that night when Kota set fire to himself, swears blind they're two different people. And I they, believe her. Uh, yep. She has to be right. She yes. witnessed it. She was there. We were she, not she, there. We, we were not. We only heard about uh, it. Well, let's face it. Everyone heard about it because it was on The Tonight Show. But, um, oh, that's yes. right. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, no, she was actually there. Yes, and I was not in Bethnal Green that evening. I have been in Bethnal Green many times in that particular have, under the Archway Warehouse. It's 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 wrestling Christmas. Is Bethnal Green? It's it's wrestling in a nightclub meant to to hold a hundred people, and there's essentially a ring, a rough room for a hundred people, and a bar, and that's it. And you get like small Japanese wrestlers landing on you. It's awesome. It's the Bresgal is the best place to watch wrestling on earth. Anywho, um, we'll move on. Next uh, <laughs> match was Ignorables de Japon. Bushi Eel and Sonata defeated Renneri to Toa Henry and Tomiyaki Honma. In the eight man tag, Suzuki Go and Lance Archer, Minoru Suzuki, Yoshinubi Kanemura, and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Clark Connors, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Carl Fredericks, and Kenta, tagging up the following night. This is the thing you don't get in the G1. Kenta and Tash and Tanahashi tagging the night after they've knocked seven bells of shit out of one another. Kazuchika Akada, Yoshihashi, they defeated Bad Luck Farley and Chase Owens in 8 minutes and 43. And then we moved on to block B match, opening night match, the opening match of Blight 4 was Shingo Takagi defeats Toriyano in a shocking upset because Toriyano was robbed. Robbed, I tell you, of his two points. But it was a thoroughly entertaining matchup. Mm. Uh, couldn't beat two members of LIJ in a row. That's that's just a shame. But there you go. Uh, Toriano losing. Don't like it much. But Shingo Takagi, Shingo, Shingo Takagi was awesome. It was all right. What are your thoughts on these two, Ash? Because Toru is a bit of a spoiler. Always comes out with some good points. Mm. Isn't necessarily the. I don't like a show off. You don't, don't like, like a show off. I don't like that guy. He's a show off. Uh, I was going for Shingo, and I was I was very ecstatic that he won. That's all I have to say. You don't like Tariana because he's a show-off? Yeah, he's a show-off. Not because like he cheats all off. the time. No, no, because he's a show-off. I don't like a show-off. It's not very gentleman-like. <laughs> How about the American women's national football team? They show off quite a lot, but they are really, really good. Well, that's the difference. They're good. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Uh, the second match of that particular night was Juice Robinson. He defeated Hiroki Goto in 12 minutes and 33 seconds. Actually fell a lot longer than 12 minutes and 33 seconds. This was That a really dragged on. Yeah, you should watch this because it was awesome. It just like, it felt like an epic tale. And you don't necessarily associate epic matches with these two. But it was one of those big name New Japan matches. It walked the walk and talked the talk. Really well worth watching. Thoroughly enjoyable match. I suggest you go back and watch it a lot. Your thoughts, Ash? Uh, I expected Juice to win. I want you sure. I think I thought Goto would have this, to be honest with you, but yeah, you know, he didn't. So <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I expected Juice. I was going for him. Yeah. Any thoughts on their performances, or are you just happy to see Juice win points? I was just happy to see Juice win points. Then again, I'm biased because I like Juice. So you're a bullet <laughs> club. I thought you were a bullet club girl. I know, but I like Juice because <laughs> I just do. I always have. I, I am oh. sad to see that he doesn't have those dreads anymore. No, or those no. Braids. He could, but he's got. He, he is a far better wrestler without them. Hey, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a bullet club girl, though. But uh, between the two, I was going for him. <laughs> there has been there has been a long consultation about the dreads. There's been a back and forth, obviously, because this is the podcast where we talk about hair more than anything, mm, with some wrestling yes. on the side. And white boy, white boy dreads have not been approved of lately. You're the only person to swing in approval behind the white boy dreads. So oh, I'm going to get a scolding for this, aren't I? No, no. Chelsea, Chelsea and Christy would not scold you for, for it, because it's the area <laughs> down to your own personal opinion. But they, they are like... White boys and dress. I shall, I shall further scold you. Like, what, what did I do? <laughs> You're very unprofessional during Best of the Super Juniors. Yes. Okay, then. But, yeah, um, it, it was good, though. You should watch it. Next matchup was John Moxley versus Jeff Cobb, which was a better match than John Moxley versus Tai Chi. Uh, but a few, few things were worse than that. Uh, yeah, it was all right. I kind of disappointed that Moxley won, to be honest. Well, oh, oh good. Really so we good. agree on that. Awesome. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm upset that he has four points, to be honest with you. He should he have, is, like, one point. He is U.S. champion. They do have to give him something. I, I, I just stopped myself for saying, you know. Mean things. Mean things. I don't, I don't care. I said it on the last podcast I was on. I don't want it. Whatever. It's, it's, it's Dean Ambrose. I don't care. <laughs> It's still Dean Ambrose in New Japan. He changed his name, and I don't care how much heat I get. I like the heat. That's the difference. Okay, how, I mean, I... How, how does he have more points than Jay White? What kind of? <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. He's better in AEW than he is in New Japan. I was. I will watchable. say this: that New Japan is better than AEW. Oh yes, I'm not saying that you know the New Japan oh, has. No, no. I, just, I just want. I just wanted to take a shot. That's it. <laughs> However, we must also say that AEW has Aji Kong and New Japan don't. Oh, and and yeah, as, a, as AEW has Aji Kong, that raises them far above levels of most wrestling promotions because they have Aji Kong. To be honest, yeah. if it was just Aji Kong wrestling everybody, anyone else every week, I'd be quite happy. Maybe they'll hear this and they'll actually take that into consideration for team. Well, they said, they said they're not going to do intergender, so that's kind of like, it's probably like that. But, you know, the one matchup I want to see is any Omega versus Aja Kong. Uh, not going to happen. Any Omega. I don't know. Yeah. Let's not speak that man's name. We don't, we don't know that guy. That's not okay. the Kenny Omega I know. Okay, then. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Kenny Omega at AEW is not the same as Kenny Omega New Japan. No, no, true. Very true. It's like... Anywho, Tariko, <laughs> you all right? Yeah, no, I, I, I know. Yeah, okay. I'm good. Uh, okay, right. Uh, next up was the semi-semi-semi-main event of Tomohiro Ishii versus Jay White in a bit of a grudge match because Tomohiro doesn't like Jay White because he's a turncoat and an awful human being. Um, and he's just awful. He's Did not I that awful. awful. 
He's really awful. He's, no, he's, he's not. He's not that bad of a guy. You just don't know him. You're just misunderstanding him. I'm misunderstanding the man that stabbed the greatest um, faction in pro wrestling in the back just to get No, no, no. The greatest faction in pro wrestling is Bullet Club. Ha. Bullet Club. Ha. Bullet Club. Ha. Bearing in mind that Okada has, right, has more IWGP heavyweight championships than anyone who's ever been in Bullet Club combined. Anywho. Um, yeah, uh, it was really good because she was just pissed <laughs> and knocked the hell out of Jay White. Uh, I, felt, I kind of nearly felt sorry for Jay, to be honest with you. It was that stiff. Um, Tommy Hero was absolutely on the ball and he was having none of it. You see this basket of it's, he was having none. So he beat Jay White really quite handily in 19 minutes and 13 seconds. It was one of those nights when Ishii had an answer for everything. And Jay White, the master of the counter, got countered into the ground over and over and over again. And it's back to the drawing board for Jay White, who has two losses. Ishii's leading the group on four points with John Moxley and Juice Robinson. And no one predicted that last week, did they? What are your thoughts, Ash? I'm just upset that... Uh... Moxley has more points than Jay White, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) I know that has nothing to do with this match, but uh, I'm just honest. Uh, I'm really upset about that. And uh, it's it's the night we don't speak of in Bullet Club. We don't don't speak of it. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I happen to know a lot of those refs are very biased. Okay? They're very biased against Bullet Club. Um, no, no, Red no, no. Is not a biased Red, y- yes, yes, no, he not. is. I saw is his not. Twitter account, he was telling chaos, Oh, congratulations! with little claps. You biased, you are biased. I don't know why he's still there. I, I cannot believe you would disparage uh, Red Shoes Umino for being a biased referee. That, that is biased. just shocking behavior, shocking behavior. All right, we'll move on to another match that, show, that Red Shoes actually refereed and got clobbered in, to be blunt. Uh, tai Chi, accompanied by Miho Abe, his lovely partner in crime, and Yoshinubi Kanemura, defeated Tetsuya Nato. Let me say that again. Tai Chi, yeah, friggin' Tai Chi, defeated yeah. Tetsuya Nato, who yeah, is now on that... zero points and back at the bottom of this particular group in 21 minutes and one seconds. Nato's got to get his finger out. Tai Chi will be celebrating this match for the next six months because it's the only thing he's going to be celebrating for the next six months. And actually, wasn't bad. <laughs> Cage match users give it 7.35. Meltzer give it two and a half, which will tell you exactly where things are with Tai Chi. Personally, can't stand the blow. As Marcus I, pointed out, he I, will never be enthusiastic about Tai Chi ever. You know um, what the only good thing about Tai Chi is? And I've that? said it online is that you actually know when his match is close to ending because of his mid-match strip show. Yes, true. But he was kind of early on this one. Well, yeah, because he just wanted to get out of there. Possibly. He had a lot of work to do, though. He did actually try in this match, and it was actually not that bad. Uh, um, but it's all have depend- that. Yeah, it all depends on where you're coming from in this particular matchup. And uh, actually, the Steel Chair magazine uh, preview of this particular tournament uh, did mention that Tai Chi, uh, if he's not wrestling, at least he's singing. If he's sorry, if he's not wrestling, at least it's, if he's wrestling, at least it stops him singing. I'd rather hear him sing than watch him wrestle. So, 
I just don't like him singing. I don't like him wrestling. And I don't like that fake gold he's always wearing. So uh it's, yeah. it's just his it's just his general just his general presence you can't buy. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. don't like his face. <laughs> but there you go. I'm Tetsu Naito's at the bottom of the block on zero points. So this is really a big narrative for NATO, which kind of favorite to win this year's G1. We're guessing that he's trying to get back to the main event at Wrestle Kingdom where he feels he belongs. But I'm not so sure at this particular rate. And we've got people who could get in the way. So we shall have to see. Mm -hmm. But he was favorite for the block last week. He's not favorite for the block now. I wish yeah, we had... I, Surprising. I wish we had... We had, uh, like, um, in cricket, sport you're clearly going to know loads about. It was the World Cup of cricket on Sunday, right? And they have a meter that goes with win prediction as the match goes on. So the based on previous um, like experience of runs scored and things, there's a swingometer that swings back and forth to the team. So like at the end of the over, they'll change it and then there'll be more chances. And it stay, it went from 30% for England to win to 30% for New Zealand and back and forth. And it eventually went. It tied the game. And then they tied the the test that tied the super over, and England won on the amount of boundaries they hit. So I'm wondering if we could have like a back and forth swingometer for chance of win in G1 matches in the corner, just going back and forth. I feel it'd be handy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have I have no nothing to say. You have no, no idea. What no, I'm absolutely. About. I will admit that I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you ever heard? I, 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 I know what cricket is. I just don't. Uh, I just don't watch it. No, I, I didn't expect you to. It's not really the hottest sport in Atlanta. Cricket. cricket. Great. Cricket. Now everyone knows my location. It's all public. <laughs> we say that at the beginning of most shows you're on. It's like, and will you welcome from Atlanta, Ash Rosenova? <laughs> I was like, how dare you tell people where I'm located? No, I'm just kidding. Everyone knows. I don't care. I was gonna say it's in your Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> no one reads those. No one reads those. I hate when I get like messages like asking me my preference on WWE and AEW or you know just general fan questions. I'm like I'm a journalist. I, I can't differently. <laughs> like, not to sound like mean. I mean you have to understand where I'm coming from, James. Like you should know is like we analyze. We tend to analyze a little bit yes. more than the yes. standard fan. So I kind of look at them like, did, did you even read my bio? You clearly didn't read my bio. <laughs> well, you know, these things happen. Yeah, they do. But I, yeah. and then I tell them that they go, oh, and then they just like, don't talk to me anymore. And I'm like, I, I'm just letting you know, I don't, I don't watch it the same as you do. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, it depends on, like, you know, the fans. I mean, most people who listen to this show do ask discerning questions about oh. wrestling and oh, wrestling really? history. Yes. Like, oh. um, the oh, difference between King and Well, there you go. Send Ash Rose Nova on Twitter a bunch of questions that are nice <laughs> that she can answer and give you fan feedback. Because, I'm tagging uh, Troop in the show. I, I can, uh, I, I can also be very rude, so... <laughs> yes, do it nicely with, and hope she isn't in a bad mood. Um, I, that pretty much wraps up our coverage for night three and four of the G1 Climax. We will be back shortly with nights five and six as soon as we've watched them and found somebody who's free. Are so, we free? In the, 
you're free. We need I to get you some. It. We need to get you some friends to talk to to have more conversation with. But we have got the regular crew are about. Uh, we will catch up with them. Unfortunately, as they are American, they're all at work at the moment. And Ash, being an editor, is at home editing. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. That's what you're well, there, there for, you too. Yes, I do edit the same magazine. So I will get to some editing tomorrow. Now I have finished school and I'm free for the holidays. So everything is good. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for listening to the Troopany show today. My name is James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star. Where can you find you, Ash? On the Ash, internet. On the internet, everywhere, Ash Rose Nova. Or you can uh, find us at, in, you can find both of us actually at Indie Empire Zine, Z I N E. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, well, we never on Facebook, but it's there if you ever want to look at it. You can find it and you can find the latest edition, which covers. The, well, the stuff I wrote about was the Never Open White Reigns of Tomohiro Ishii. And also I wrote about the uh, Three Musketeers talking about Hashimoto, Chono and Muta in the 1990s as they grew into being the biggest draws in New Japan history. Um, also loads of other interviews and cool stuff in this month's edition. You can go to powerslam.tv who also support the show greatly. If you use our code MULLETWATCH, you can get a free month when you subscribe for a year. Loads of wrestling content from DDT, OTT, uh, Sendai Girls, who's our favourites, and loads of other people as well. Speaking of which, Sendai Girls are coming to Manchester next Saturday. Session Moth versus Igo, which will be the match of the century, because I can't wait for that. Uh, and also uh, loads of other stuff. Tony Storm versus Mako Satomura in the main event, which could be the best wrestling match of the year. I will let you know. I'll be at that event. Hope you are too. Go see some live wrestling. Get out of the house. Go see some cool stuff. Anywho, oh, take fun. care. Yes, it is. Thank you for your time today, Ash. Yep. And we'll see you guys soon because it's G1 and that means we do shows whenever we want. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.